and welcome back to the While We're Waiting Hope After Child Loss podcast. I'm Jill Sullivan, your host and one of the co-founders of the While We're Waiting ministry. Thank you for joining me again today. If you listened to last week's episode, you know that this past Saturday marked 13 years since my 17-year-old daughter went to heaven, and I've been taking the opportunity to indulge in some personal memories on the podcast these last two weeks. Shortly after Hannah died, I began blogging, and I kept it up for several years. In the winter of 2011, about two and a half years after Hannah's death, I wrote two blog posts, one titled, 10 Things That Still Make Me Sad, which I shared last week, and one titled, 10 Things That Still Make Me Smile, which I'll be sharing today. I remember literally smiling as I compiled this list of 10 things, something that didn't always come easily in those early years after Hannah's death. My hope is that by sharing these things today, someone listening to this podcast may realize that even though we miss our kids desperately, it's okay to smile and even to laugh. In fact, I truly believe that my smiles honor my daughter's life just as much, if not more than, my tears. So without further ado, this is the blog post I wrote on December 11, 2011, 10 Things That Still Make Me Smile. Number one, Hannah's complete lack of athleticism. Hannah definitely took after her mom when it came to athletic ability. Oh, she tried. She played soccer, softball, and even basketball when she was younger, but just running down the field or across the court required a supreme effort from her. But the best thing was, she knew she wasn't an athlete, and she was okay with that. I can't even picture her running without a big grin on her face. And that still makes me smile. Number two, her obsessive-compulsive tendencies. From the time Hannah was little and lined up all her bathtub toys by height along the edge of the tub, until she was old enough to drive and always had to have the volume on her radio set on an even number, her OCD made me smile. And in her honor, I always smile as I set my volume on an even number, too, or a multiple of five, which was also okay with her. Number three, wearing her sweatshirts. I always enjoy wearing her sweatshirts, even though I'm probably too old to wear clothes from Aeropostale. It's almost like getting a hug from her, and that makes me smile. Number four, her tendency to always lose games. No one enjoyed family game night more than Hannah, but no matter whether it was Mexican-trained dominoes, Uno, Phase 10, or Sequence, she invariably lost. I never could figure out why. She very well may have been the smartest one in the family. Maybe she just didn't have that killer instinct. But the fact that she was always ready to play in spite of an inevitable loss still makes me smile. Number 5. Sunflowers Of all the bedrooms Hannah had over the years, we moved often when the girls were growing up. My favorite one had a sunflower theme. We painted the walls a sunny yellow, put up a sunflower border, and placed a sunflower comforter on her bed. It was such a bright, pretty room, and ever since then, sunflowers have made me smile. Number six, donating blood. Over the year of Hannah's illness, she was the recipient of dozens, maybe hundreds of units of blood and blood products. I am so grateful for each and every blood and platelet donor who helped contribute to the length and quality of her life. And because of that, I donate blood every time I'm eligible. Donating blood is a privilege that never fails to make me smile. Number seven, 
her irrational fear of geese. When Hannah was little, we used to go to a park in Fort Smith where we could feed the geese and ducks. We'd bring a loaf of stale bread and spend the afternoon enjoying the outdoors together. One day when she was maybe three or four years old, Hannah was holding out a bit of bread and a goose nipped the very tips of her fingers as it took the bread from her. She ran to me screaming and from that day on, she was terrified of geese, even at the age of 17. We always teased her good-naturedly about that and the thought of it still makes me smile. Number eight, our collection of joy stuff. Not long after Hannah went to heaven, I decided to start collecting joy items as a reminder of the joy she's experiencing in heaven right now. We turned her former bedroom into our joy room, completely decorated with joy stuff. We also decorate for Christmas with joy items, which helps ease some of the pain of experiencing the holiday without her. We now have one tree with all our traditional family ornaments and one tree that is completely covered with joy. Many of these joy items have been gifts from very special friends and family, and each and every one of them makes me smile. Number nine, her love of cheesy Christmas music. Every year when it was time to decorate the tree, Hannah would turn the TV to the satellite channel that played the classic Christmas tunes. You know, Bing Crosby, Frank Sinatra, Burl Ives, Brenda Lee. And she would turn it up loud, so loud we could barely hear each other talking. Hannah always was what some people call an old soul, and her love of cheesy Christmas music still makes me smile. And number 10, seeing Hannah in Bethany. When my girls were growing up, they could hardly have looked more different. Hannah was tall, somewhat stocky, with thick brown curly hair. Bethany was average height, very slightly built, with nearly white, wispy hair. Hannah had a rather lumbering gait, remember item number one? While Bethany skipped lightly on her toes everywhere she went. If you didn't know they were sisters, you would probably never guess. But now that Bethany is 16, I occasionally see glimpses of Hannah in her. Something about the way she walks down the hall, something about the tilt of her head, something about the way she laughs. For the briefest of moments, I'll see or hear Hannah. And that never, ever fails to make me smile. Thank you so much for joining us on today's podcast. We hope it brought you some comfort and encouragement today and maybe made you feel a little less alone on the journey. Please subscribe so you'll never miss an episode and and maybe leave us a rating in iTunes to help others find the podcast. Again, we're glad you spent a few minutes with us today. It's a blessing to walk beside you as we seek to live well while we're waiting.